Welcome to my podcast, The Debrief. Came back from Lawn Hotel, Bradford Oaks, in the front. Regular Hello. contributor, and Kitty Flanagan's in the back. But she doesn't want to speak. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm here as an audience. I'm the live audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And we all just did the Lawn Hotel, and uh, it was great fun. And for some. For some. What, what, what was wrong with your gear? Oh, I, don't, I didn't feel the love. No? I did well. You did, oh. well. You did fine. Keep fighting it. She's very good. She was fantastic. You were oh, great. She was amazing. Gee. Somebody had to be the worst. I mean, I put my hand up. Oh. Like, you know, I, I think regular listeners will know I'm, I'm a sacrificing kind of guy. Yeah, you are. You are. But no, it was a good night. We had fun. Now we're driving back. It was a long, actually a long drive. Kenny Flanagan thought it was only an hour away, but <laughs> two hours. I was told just past Geelong. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I trap people into the Rhino Lawn Hotel. That was good. We had a good time. Do you have a heater on in here? Yeah, a heater. Do- you know what? I think I do. Would you maybe turn that off? I'll turn the heater off. We're going to turn some aircon on. She's very demanding. Also, Kenny Flanagan made us <laughs> move the light. Made the light. Which was a very good move, actually. No wonder you're at the top of your game, Kitty. You've got to get all the good tips. Yeah. I know. I know. I, yeah. I'm trying to... I'm trying to remember when I first met... I've been through this with Brad. When we first met. Is that a joke? Kitty Flanagan. I'm trying to remember when I first met you. I reckon full frontal. I reckon it was full frontal. Mm. Because I don't reckon... I used to go up to Sydney a little bit in the early 90s and do triad spots. And I definitely met James O'Loughlin... Julia Morris used to host the store uh, yeah. and sing I'll Always Love You and the end of put funny teeth in. Uh, made me laugh a lot. And then Burner was hanging around. He was very good. Peter Burner. Peter Burner. But I can't remember. I think I met you. But then definitely on full front, I was a writer. Yeah. And you came in as a performer. And, um, yeah, you were very funny. You Julia. Did you say the same time as Julia Morris? Yeah, me, Julia, and uh, Dana all joined together. Oh, Dana Reed. Mm. Ah, oh, she's gone on to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. she's what a. Yeah. I, I worked with her on the, the Jamal show with uh, Rachel Griffith. Rachel Griffith. And yeah. I bet you that they still mention that. <laughs> For people that don't know, Dana Reed now directs Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. And she did, did the one. I watched it. Spoiler alert, alright? We're Peggy from Mad Men. I don't know if I remember all that. <laughs> Offer it. Offer it. Do you watch that show? Yeah. Do you like it? Love it. I love it too. My wife won't watch it. So it's too depressing. It is. Well, it has got annoying now that, you know, they won't let it get off the island. I know. You know, it's a bit Gilligan's Island now, so they've got to keep her on the island before the show ends. But as I say to my wife, but they've got some really good ideas. You should watch it. This shows they're pretty. <laughs> I'd say that to stupid people. But um, oh, I love it. I love, I love, um, I love Peggy. I think she's amazing. I love their outfits. I love their outfits. But I love, um, I love the bad dude, the fiend, Ray Fiend. Is Ray? No, it's his brother. It's Joseph. Joseph. I love him. I'm, I'm just here as the fact checker in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that you're a Handmaid's Tale fan because we got a fact checker in the back and a name checker in the front. <laughs> um. 
Diana Reid, what a, what a great human as well. Anyway, she 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 um, directed the one where Offred gives birth, which is a great episode. And I turned to my wife and I said, that was directed by a woman. Diana Reid names come up. I'm like, oh my God. She's fucking frontal. Yeah. Because she was a performer. Yeah. Jermaine, Jermaine, yeah. Ah, well. Well, well. Which she's kicked on. Anyway, yeah, and, and you. The only thing I can remember about your stuff on Full Frontal, Kitty, God. there was a lot of time to do. <laughs> Apart from the great Netty Show sketches, the Netty Show with Julia. Anyway, you did those ones with Sean McCaleb, where you were, you played a small, a teenage boy, he was an old lady. I played Garnamy Casper. Is that his name? Yep. And you wanted to stab people and... Garnaby Casper was based on the bully at my own school. Really? Yeah, he was the bully in my in my brother's year. Oh. Uh, yeah, and so that was a real name. I wouldn't be allowed to do that now. Wow. <laughs> that was his real name. It was such a good name, though. I just it couldn't. Sounds like it made up. Though. Garnaby Casper. Garnaby Casper. What a great name. was a bully. And the other bully in my sister's year was called Bart Bogan. <laughs> real name. Wow. That you did one in the cinema, I remember. I think that's the only one we did. Oh, that's the only one. It didn't take off. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping it would be a regular character, but it didn't take off. Garnaby Casper. Garnaby Casper. And and Sean was in drag playing my grandma. Yes. Don't don't Garnaby, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) We should pause now while people rush to their computers and try and YouTube that. There's not a lot of full frontal on there. There's no evidence. But I mean, Sean loved working with you, didn't he? He loved you. He loved you. Oh, well, the other one we used to do was, um, remember Lionel, Morning Tea with Lionel? Oh, that's right. And I was Elsie uh, Frond from the Slaughterman's Arms Hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, I'd always yeah. be there talking about what was coming up. Oh, that's right. Like a, a Bogan kind of character? Sort of? No. Um, I'd, I'd love to say she was Bogan. I think maybe she was a bit more special needs. Oh, oh that's right. Hey, Hamish. Well, that's not true. That's not true. She was just simple folk. How many seasons did you do? One and a half. Yeah, right, yeah. That's a half, isn't it? It's very young. It's a big churn factor in I wrote on every series. Yeah, but... And then I, I made my appearance as the fat loser. <laughs> in fact, you were, the, you were in the sketch with me, Kitty. Was I? Yes, you delivered the punchline. Because all the cast refused to do it. They couldn't, <laughs> uh, they couldn't get a fat guy to do it. And so Doug, the head writer, goes, can you play this? I'm like, yeah, I'll be in it. And so I walk into a gym, and I go, I'm here for my assessment, and you look me up and down, and you go, you're a fat loser. <laughs> wow. Gold. And then, wow. Doug, the head writer guy, loved it so much that he wrote a series of fat loser sketches. Oh, no. And I wore the same red striped top. Oh, I do remember now that you say the striped top. And then it culminated in a fat loser song. Oh. You're a fat... And I still swear, people occasionally go to me, oh, full frontal, the fat loser. What's yeah. it, what's it? I did with you. Well, that was that banner show. It was Eric banner show. Oh, where, where I go into a high and mighty. And I was the fatter loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. And Eric's hanging shit on me about being fat. I reckon that ruined my career. I really, <laughs> I really, I really, I really think people went off me. Really? It was good fun. Oh, those were the days. Yeah, full frontal. Oh, that was my first job, though. That was your first TV. What was your first, second? First TV job, and I just wish that I'd known how fun all those people were and how what an extraordinary show it was to work on 
Because I just thought, because it was my first show, that all TV shows would be like that. Yeah. Oh, so you enjoyed it? Uh, everyone was so nice, and everyone just, like, you know, wanted to kind of do the... Like, we had to turn out an hour a week. That's a big churn, yeah. So, you know, everyone was just like, whatever you can to make the sketch funny, just do it. 42 minutes. And then I worked in the UK. Yeah. Oh, you did the sketch show? And just, you know, it just wasn't... Was it fun? No, and also not, you, not like, frontal. Full frontal, there was, like, people... And I know you're still in contact with Glenn Butcher. You still work with him. Yeah. He was a great guy. John Walker was oh, a great guy. So many good people on that show. Yeah. Eric, Sean. Eric, Sean. Loads of people. Did you write for Full Frontal? Yeah, for a little bit. You yeah. wrote Full Frontal. We, yeah, well, we, I was in the writer's room. You wrote yeah. for it. Yeah. Well, I, I eventually became one of the head writers. Oh, I got tour. You got tour, That's my That was my dream, Kitty. When I got into comedy, I wanted to be the head writer on Fast Forward or Full Frontal. Yeah, right. And I achieved that dream. And um, to quote Lionel Richie, when you get to the top, there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> there's just people yelling at you. Well, I, I made the mistake. I wanted to do stand up on a hey hey, and I cheaped that in five years, and I cheaped in three. Oh, there you go. And uh, I had nowhere to go. Oh, that's right. Because you went to London. Because I don't know if I told you, I went to London a few years ago, and I caught up with Felicity Ward to do yeah. this very podcast. And she was doing a live radio BBC quiz with the woman who's in Ricky Gervais's shows, um, Kerry Golden. Kerry Godliman. Yes. And she asked, "How's?" She goes, "When I started doing comedy." in London there were two Australians that I really looked up to Julia Morris and Kitty Flanagan <laughs> wow she was very funny too very funny a couple of Sydney lasses how long were you in London for Kitty? eight years oh my god what? I didn't realise it yeah. that long I know I really should have become well known <laughs> <laughs> what was your so you worked on the sketch show which was with um, oh those British comics Lee Matt Lee Matt yeah Tim Vine and Tim Vine the punk king what was your third TV job when you came back to Australia? Uh, well, I was given the project when I came back. Oh. Well, you weren't on the Darren Sanders show. But come on, that's... She probably hasn't been on the Darren Sanders. I haven't been on Have you been on the Darren Sanders show? No, I was, I, was, I was scheduled, but I couldn't make it. Really? I couldn't fly myself to something. Well, anyway, that's Project Cross was a very popular one, though. Yeah, well, that was what kind of... Broke you. Me made me able to tour because people had seen my face on the television I'd seen you on the sketch show that was broadcast here yeah it was broadcast here it wasn't broadcast in the UK really two episodes went to air then it got pulled off because of the Iraq war we were in we were in a bad time slot Ah. so yeah the first series that I wasn't in Ah. won a BAFTA second series that I was in got axed Ah. only one thing only one thing changed between the two series I joined, and in all the publicity beforehand, I kept making jokes about, well, I guess if this one goes downhill, we'll know what happened. And then what happened? And then that's what happened. Wow. Oh, my God. Kiss of death. Yeah, right. So you hung around in England just doing stand-up then? Yeah, because wow. it was just there's just such a good circuit there. There's a big circuit, isn't there? Massive. Huge. And you don't have to be, like... Well, no, to earn good to money. Good money, yeah. But did you like living in England? Yeah, I loved it. Oh, you like in London? Yeah, I loved it. Would you go back? I like cold weather. Do you like cold weather? Oh, yeah. oh perfect. Perfect, yeah. I really made this uh, podcast fascinating. I've, I've brought it down to weather. No. Within five minutes. This is fine. 
We've never been up this far. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we obviously haven't listened to our podcast. <laughs> well, it's not even ours, it's his. I'm normally I'm sitting where you are. Yeah, Brad's always in the back making comments. Yeah. It's mainly about the weather. About, <laughs> <laughs> you know, ruining his career. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been on this podcast a few times. Remember that? But you're in a very good spot now in terms of your career. Yeah, it's going well. Yeah, yeah. Because once you sort of, you know, if people know you off the telly, then they'll come and see you in the regions, and that's what you want. You want people come to see you in the regions. The regions. There's so many good art centres and theatres. Yes. And, and they, do you reckon they get a lot of comics coming out? No, they don't, and they really appreciate it when you come. And then don't even need to stay on the television if you're doing good shows they they're such loyal audiences they'll come back if you go back again and so yeah they're, they're really loyal but then you've got to develop new material yeah you have to take a new show obviously and you have a really interesting way of doing it remember you telling me once you go to Canberra and do a and you advertise it as like a whiteboard show or something? yeah yeah I write all my ideas on the whiteboard roll that out in front of just a small crowd 60 or 90 people and then we just go through my ideas on the whiteboard and anything that's funny stays on. Anything that isn't funny gets wiped off. That's a really wild. Although some nights I don't trust the audience, so I go, fuck you, I'm leaving that on. I reckon that's funny. I'll try that again tomorrow night. Three, you... three nights in a row it's got to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good rule of three, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'd like to borrow that whiteboard. <laughs> I think the whiteboard's funny. But do, 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 do you ever go into old material when you do that, or no? You're very strict. You go, no, this is it. Well, I haven't, no, but it's yeah. a, yeah, I probably should. No. I just panic that people will see it. And also, what's the point? Like, I know it works, so it's kind of. Yeah. I always just want to do something that works just to relax people, which yeah. relaxes me. You know? Uh, yeah, I'm, it's a good idea. It's pretty stupid. I was thinking of, like, you know, not starting in the hole. But then again, you know, yeah, but I have really got very far. They know what they're doing. They do know what they're signing up for. Yeah, and it's camera good audiences, aren't they? Well, it's more that they've just got the perfect um, size theatre. They've got that really nice little courtyard theatre at the Camper Theatre Centre. Right. You know, they've got three theatres there, 90 seats, 500 seats and 1,000 seats, so it's just perfect. Goldilocks theatre. (laughs) And they had to do a couple of weeks in Sydney somewhere as well. And then I do a couple of weeks on the um, Central Coast. So, yeah, I just kind of, wherever I can find a little 60, 90 seat Yeah, wow. And you're working hard. Just do uh, Stratford. Yeah, we did Stratford upon Eve. Gippsland is about nine seats. Which is a three-hour drive. you just got to go somewhere where there's enough people that you can work every night. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to be able to do two weeks in a row working every night. Well, Chris Rock, I read, used to, he, he would go to Florida and do... Not old people's home, but he said there was a lot of old people there in the crowd. And his theory was if it worked with them, it would work with anyone. Yeah, right. But see, we, it was an older crowd tonight, we all love an older crowd. I'm speaking for all of us, because we're older. Yeah. Well, Brad's older than any of us, but... Uh, <laughs> I've just been looking at your organs, both of you. Oh, I don't mind having to go one of those kidneys. <laughs> it's, it's very... Um, it's nice when everyone has the same reference points. Yes. Yeah. Although I, I think that can be fun too. That if you if you've got like both 
in a room. If you've got oh, all yeah. that young. I like your teenagers too. You know, if, if you could be kind of explaining the subculture to one group and then explaining that back to the other, that, that's fun. I mean, when you... Yes, I, I, I often get a young person versus an old person. That's my secret. Don't, yeah. don't steal it. <laughs> when I do corporate gigs, I do that often. We'll cut that bit out. Right. You don't want that going out of this. No, people still have. Next thing I'll do, the will will be doing it. Yeah. The youngest person that you the oldest person. What if they just sat, they kind of strategically sat one old person, one young person next to each other? I love it. I love it. Oh, I would happily do that. <laughs> Bring them along. Make giant puppets. Well, it kind of, it kind of helps too. You know, you're a, you're a dad. It's kind of like, like I mean, I, I did hear Kitty tonight. I, I thought you made an excellent point when you said, "Well, I can talk about parenting because I, uh, to paraphrase, you haven't fucked it up." Yeah. Uh, which I, 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 you know, I'm, all my ideals about parenting still solid. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. did. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know, I had my child vomit today, so. Teenager. Oh, that is the best, eh? After that second Milo milkshake. Yeah, oh, my wife is quite Amish, so no computer games, no junk food. And she, and often and she doesn't leave me with the kids a lot by myself. <laughs> yeah, well, she goes you to, can see why. You made one of them vomit. Well, she goes, I know it's going to involve sugar or computers or technology as soon as I walk out the door. <laughs> they see me as an easy target. The kids, I'm like a... Um, what am I, I'm like an oasis. I'm like a... I'm like Ronald McDonald. I don't know what I am. I'm... Well, obviously you look. Fucking... <laughs> soft. Still the analogies. Oh, no, I, no, I felt it was a bit strong, but I, I panicked. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me where the fried chicken place is and why you wanted to go there well, so much? It's in a Smith Street, Collingwood. There's a few of them, and um, what's it called? A fat, which is I'm sure for fried and tasty. Right. It's because I've got a teenage boy and a teenage daughter and a ten-year-old. The teenage boy in particular, they get obsessed by takeaway food. Because one of their mates goes there and says, this is fried chicken place, right, with Milo thick shakes. <laughs> and then I'm like, obviously looking at me, you can tell I love a thick shake and I love fried chicken. So I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's go. But Once can't... you hear about something like that, though, does it just stay with you? Yes. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, oh. if someone mentions that there's a new, like, flavour of chip or something, I just can't stop thinking about oh. it. Like, until I've actually had it and gone, oh, yeah, that's disgusting. I don't need that again. Yeah. But I have to try it. Oh, yeah, I try every chocolate and bar. And ice cream flavours. Yeah, I love that stuff. Flavor. It's really and killing me well, how, how often they bring out new stuff now. It's like yeah, well, they're, it's they're, like they're, they're doing yeah. it on purpose. Yeah, they're doing like every chocolate <laughs> bar gets turned into an ice cream these days. I know, and I have to try them all. Have you tasted anything lately that you've liked or really? I do like, I know this isn't an ice cream, but I do like the new mint Kit Kat. Oh. I think that was that was a good that was a good choice. See, sometimes they get it right. Yeah, that one's been a good one. Coffee, not so much. Well, you, Coffee, you mentioned Kit that Kat, guy no. in the survey. You said something about chocolate. Too. Freckles. I was talking about freckles. You can't buy freckles. No, anymore. but then you said you mentioned some other chocolate was good. Some new chocolate. Oh, oh yeah. There's a new. Um, the guy in my local shop gave me some as a sample, uh, and it's called. Um, you're a mark. You're a tinted mark. Yeah, I'm a mark. It's called. Um, uh, it's caramel. Not caramel milk. Yes. Yeah, no good. Too sweet. You don't like it? Mm. It does taste like condensed milk, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's too much like condensed milk. So you're a chocolate fan? Yeah. Milk chocolate only. Forget dark really? chocolate. That's a punishment, dark chocolate. So oh. what's your go-to chocolate bar, Kitty? Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm, I've developed a real thing for mint chocolate at the moment. So yeah. I, I really like Haig's mint chocolate. Oh, um, those dots and those frogs that they do. Yeah. 
buttons, button the frogs. I love their speckles as well. Oh, and see, that's what I was talking about. Freckles, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trademark. Okay, we'll just call them speckles, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to a chopper factory? No. Oh, I've been a few times. I did a gig for Cadbury, and the guy goes, do you want to come for a two? I'm like, fuck, yeah. You know what else is surprisingly good, and you never think that it's going to be? Yes. Flake. Oh, flake? Surprisingly good. Yes. Yeah. It's annoying to eat, but you always go, God, yeah, why does this taste so nice? Flake is good. Yeah. Well, I eat them out. I'm not really different. You're not into chocolate. The two chorus. Stop the car. No, I'm cheerfully chowed out of a bag of salt. But then don't you get on the salt and sweet roundabout? Yeah, that's best. Like yeah. Some salty chips and then you go, oh, I need something sweet. Oh. You eat enough chocolate till you need something salty again. No. Okay, then what's your favourite chip or savoury thing? Uh, um, look, I really do like salt and vinegar chips, yeah, but, they, oh. but they just, I eat so many that they make my mouth pucker. Yeah. Oh. And you know what else I like? I really like Cheetos. Oh, oh. Have you had Cheetos lately? No. But well, buy a bag because they've become huge. Oh, really? They've, they've actually got bigger and not smaller? Yes. The Cheeto is now enormous. And at first I was thrown by it. <laughs> and now I am now I just buy them and go, I'm really enjoying this larger size Cheeto. I have to, I have to buy them. Oh. Like, you need at least three bites on one Cheeto. You can't push the whole thing into your mouth. Oh, yeah, I love my, my, so my younger son loves cheese also. Occasionally, when mummy's not around, we have some. <laughs> but I think maybe that's why my son vomited, because he did drink one thick chug, then he drank his brother's half one. And I think because, and then he was like walking outside, and we were all laughing at him. We thought he was putting it on. Because oh. he looked like a, he kept grabbing the wall and groaning. We're like, oh, <laughs> what's he doing? Like a cartoon. Yeah, like a cartoon. It was like... You know, How much he, chicken did he have? What sort no, of chicken did he have? Fried chicken, just pieces. How it's many? Not, yeah, that's a good question. Three, two or three. He ate his brothers while you weren't looking at them. He chips too. Do we have any of yours, Dave? Oh, chips as well. But he's a 16, this was 16 year old too. Yeah, that's true. And then we got in the car and he goes, I'm going to vomit. You vomited in the gutter. But it was more like a milkshake vomit. There was no... You know, he hung on for chicken. Yeah, I reckon. And then we'd drove off and we came to the intersection and said, I'm going to vomit again. I went, oh, hang on, I'll pull over. Then I went, <laughs> accidentally went through a red light. We got pulled over by the cops. And then, I'm in, and then the cop said, why? Have you, he said straight away to me, have you been drinking? I'm like, no, he's been vomiting, though. And then the cop questioned him. He did actually go on. <laughs> we weren't allowed to have um, Kentucky Fried Chicken when we were kids. Because our mum was a bit like your partner, a bit Amish. Yeah. And we just weren't allowed to have Kentucky Fried Chicken. She just drew the line and said, no, there'll be no KFC. And then she went away for a week. And we just badgered my dad until he bought us Kentucky Fried Chicken. See, this is the thing. Dad's are an easy target. All three kids were sick that night. Yeah. We all threw word. up. <laughs> what a great word, badgered, though, isn't it? It's a lovely word. Dad, can we just get KFC? Please, please, please. And we get it. And mum used to always say, it'll make you sick. And three of us... Sick from KFC. I reckon that's what I'm going to now. Mum and Karen will be like, you know what happened after you left? They all <laughs> Imagine though. And then because I, I was so scared, sorry to tell her, and the kids are like, are we going to tell mummy? Yeah, well, we've got to tell her. I said, but tell her in front of Nan, because Betty, my mother, will stay with us, because she'll laugh her head off, and that'll distract <laughs> Which they did. Maybe that was an elaborate plan between your parents, Kitty. Your mum went away and they said, well, I'll give them KFC, but we'll put something in it so they'll never have it again. 
I think I think Dad was just as excited. Dad was probably sick too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know, just in terms of junk food, there's a place in Easy Street opposite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the trams, the roof, the, the, the railway carriages on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a hamburger there. I went there with Tommy Little. I had a hamburger. Yeah, what was it like? Like a name drop for a start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a hamburger with. Kitty knows more famous people than us. She's not drop one. Yeah. <laughs> Too busy talking about chocolate bars and food. Chocolate bars. Well, you keep saying Kitty. Anyway, um, so you're name dropping. Anyway, um, it had a potato cake and a dim sim in it as oh, well. Oh, that's no. very good. No, I'm had drawing the line. Had to be that. Oh, yeah. Was it alright? Yeah, it was okay. Oh, Tony looks like there's any junk food. Yeah, well, you know. A young man, I suppose. He's kind of blessed. Have you found any other comics that like. I mean, do you eat chocolate every day, Kitty? Uh, yeah, because I live by myself. Yeah. If I lived with someone, I would be so much more health conscious because there'd be someone there to judge. Yeah, how much, like my partner. How much crap I eat? Well, I just, I just eat behind the cupboard. It's, it's really dangerous living by yourself. Oh, I can imagine it. Like, you know what biscuits I'm really into at the moment? Monte Carlo's. Oh. They're just, they're such a good dipping into tea biscuit. What about Kingston's? Oh, I'm, oh. I used to be a fan. I'm not, I'm, I'm not into the, you know there's a crunchy granular sugar in the biscuit? Yes. I've, I've gone off it too sweet. You know, it's interesting because, you know, most biscuits that we eat are all pre-war or around the war. There, there, no, there's been no new biscuits except for the Kingston. That has lasted. What's your record on Monte really? Carlo? Well, you, know, you, you think about chocolate ripple, Monte Carlo, all those cream biscuits, they're all around wartime. So. Yeah, you're right. The Kingston is new. I remember when it came out. I got so obsessed, I looked them all up. <laughs> <laughs> what about the bourbon cream? Do you ever go those? Oh, that's a weird one. What that's a very old one? The biscuit. orange. The orange slice. Yeah. That's always last to go. What's your record on Monte Carlo? Uh, this afternoon. I had lunch and thought, that's done me nicely, lunch, I don't need anything else. And I went, might just make a cup of tea. Then I remembered I'd bought some Monte Carlos and went, I'll just open those and have six. Oh. There's a lot of biscuits because they're a double biscuit. Yeah, big biscuit. And how do you feel about the trip when you go to a cafe and they've got their own version? Do you ever try? No. No, no good. No, I need the processed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I love it. Anyway, you're on the debrief. Dave O'Neill. <laughs> We're talking biscuits, great oaks. Turn to the biscuit hour. We're talking about the biscuit. We should. Okay, well, I'll do my questions. I do these questions every time, Kitty. All right. What went. What went well tonight and why? What went well? Yeah, what went well? In the gig. What material do you feel that you connected with them there, Kitty? Oh, 
my best gig ever. It, you know, I, after 30 years in the business, as far as I'm concerned, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, I think that um, the light was wrong. The light. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. That's I had the, next, the light moved. That's the next question. What organisational hazards got in the way? Fair to say, the light. <laughs> you know, I love a mic stand. Yeah, I know, but there was no mic stand. I, oh, I, know, I, know, I know, a mic stand. I'm thinking of having one of my legs turned into one. How can we do better next time? <laughs> Get a mic stand. I'll tell you what didn't do well, which was interesting for me. What? Um, my rules. Too clunky. Segue into the rules, too clunky. Oh. Not going to work. Didn't think it worked. I didn't notice that. I was watching. Do you? I bailed on the two. I had a whole bunch and I, was, I bailed after two. Do you put a lot of weight in the segues? That's a good question, Brad. Thank God you're here. I, uh, yeah, well, I, I don't, you know, I, I just... Uh, you just go straight into it? Well, I, I think that, well, if it pays off, then the job's done, you know. It, I, I kind of feel like it's a little bit, um, you know, I, I find it a little bit old-worldy, old you know. I think because all my shows usually, like if I do, like, a touring show, they're kind of just, it's like one bit leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next, because that's the only way I can ever remember it. Yeah. So I always put it together so it does have a kind of a... A theme? Not, not, not so a much theme, a theme, no. but just like each bit, it, at least in my mind, comes off the back of another bit. But in every single show I do, there's always one really clunky gear change that I can never manage to get rid of and it annoys me for the yeah. entire run of the tour. I always go, oh, fuck, here we go. Here's the clunky gear change yeah. into this. Ah. So what's up with hats? <laughs> yeah. Everything else is seamless. You never notice that I've changed topics, but there's always one. And that's what I felt like at each night. I felt like it was all going along. It all seemed to be making sense. And this follows, this follows, this. And then I just went, oh, hang on, just going to turn left really quickly. I don't think they noticed, though. I think only you'd notice. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I reckon you, you're a perfectionist. <laughs> I, just, I don't know if I'm a perfectionist, just a self-loather. Oh, self-loathing? Uh, yeah. Do you, so, do you find it hard to watch yourself? Or do yes. You? hate it. So you don't sit there and watch your stand-up especially? No, and I probably should, but oh. uh, that's why um, that's why we still haven't, you know, got it out there, because I refuse to watch them. Oh, you won't, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, I, I, ha- I know I have to, but I just... I don't think, if, I don't, if you don't like watching yourself, I don't think you learn anything when you do watch yourself, because you just sit there hating no, I think yourself. you do learn stuff. I wish I would. I think you do. Force myself. Stuff. I think you really I can learn. listen to myself, but I can't watch myself. No, I think it's. I wish I could do it more because I find I do find it quite. Well, I just say to people, one thing you can do is if you can film people watching you and listen and watch them. That's a, a luxury you don't get people on stage. Look at everyone at once. Yeah. No, that's because you're too busy finding the one person who isn't laughing at you. Yeah, do you watch, focusing on them. Do you watch yourself when you're on? Have you been paying attention? Uh, I will watch it back a few days. I can't watch the actual. Are you just interested to see what was kept in it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have to. See, I have to see what made it. Same here. Same. Oh no, it's, it's it's fully live, isn't it? Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Well, I mean, you know they play the repeat on Friday. Yeah, the repeat on Friday. Oh, yeah, I can watch no. it by Friday, but I can't watch it on the night. Yeah, but like. When I went on, I've been on the show once, and it was a glorious time. Kenny's been on about a hundred times. And um, when, I, when I went on Kenny Malloy, the radio show, they're like, 
oh, you got to pretend that it's live tonight. And then I go on Ed Cavalier's show, just down the corridor. He's like, no, we don't pretend it's live. No, no, everyone knows it's filmed on Sunday, and it's because um, we all need to be edited to save anyone being yeah. sued for defamation. Exactly. People do so. People say stuff in the studio like, oh, that's not going to get on. That's, there's no way. No way. Because Sam Payne was telling me last week there was a question about I've collapsed. Oh, the, the like, question was... What serial, what's the Australian serial killer died this week? And Sam buzzed in and said, the late, great Ivan Malat. And then doubled down and went, Farley Malat, yeah. gone too soon. <laughs> Surprisingly, didn't make didn't it to make there. It to <laughs> yes. The pangster. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, it's a funny show. Oh, yeah. we, we, we love it. We love it, all right? All right, well... We gotta wrap it up, Brad. Got anything else to say? No, uh, other I than think, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've learned something. I think Kitty said she wasn't going to say anything, but she said a bit, which was good. Yeah, so I really got into the food talk. Yeah, the food talk. We do. Oh, I love food. Then what milk. about flavored milk? Where are you on that? Oh, yeah. Again, I love a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you love a milkshake? I do. Okay. And it's killing me how many flavored milks they're bringing out now I too. Know. They're bringing out um, biscuit flavored milks. <laughs> Iced Vovo milk. I, I saw that the other day. What's your favourite flavour in milk? They've got this really good one now, a salted caramel one. I've seen that, yeah. It's really good. And also, better one, salted chocolate. Salted so, chocolate, I I wouldn't have picked it, but it's the best. If you were to um, get a milkshake, though, are you a fan of this sort of milkshake? Like a good milkshake? Yeah, love a milkshake. So what's the flavour there, though? Because they don't have a lot of those trendy flavours, a lot of these days. Well, you can't go past chocolate, but I always say, can you put one less pump of the um, syrup in? Oh, my God. I don't like it too sweet. I don't like it too sweet. I like it weak as well. Yeah, just one less pump of the chocolate syrup. But I'm a banana man. I love banana milkshakes. Oh, banana. I've never had one. Oh, Does it taste like lolly banana? Yes. Oh, my favourite lolly. Bananas. Love a lolly banana. Oh. I buy those retro party mix things just for the lolly bananas oh. and throw the rest out. I love I was always bought some then. <laughs> I know you're a lolly fiend. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to lollies. Right? <laughs> Brad, you, you said nothing about milk. You had nothing to... You know, no, it's disgusting. It's that, you know, really. That's a great mandate. You said, don't drink weight. My cousin was really fat and he all he had was big empty containers in his head. <laughs> don't drink weight. Um, okay, let's just move on to lollies. Yeah. What's your favourite lolly? Oh, well, I, I love a lolly banana. And I really like a black cat as well. I wish, I wish we could get just packets of black cats. Yeah, they're often the last. My kids sound like them. They often leave them in the packets. And I reckon I can tell you a jelly bean colour. Like, I could do blind taste testing with jelly beans oh, and tell you uh, what colour they are. Especially yeah, those pharmacy jelly beans. Yeah, I was going to say they're healthy because they sell them in the chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> if only we'd known that, so we could have done that as a blind yeah, we taste test. could have done a test. farm next time. I love a red frog. They've started to sell small packets of red frogs at 7-Eleven. They've got rid of the green frogs though, did you know yeah, that? I know. They're gone. I, I quite, like I prefer to red, but I like to green for balance, I you like know, just green to. It was like a palate cleanser. You'd cut through the red with the green. <laughs> That's so true. And then just top up with your reds. I can't believe you're not really fat, because you like bullies, <laughs> but I like bullies. <laughs> Are you vomiting or what's your secret? Are you no, you I just That's you exercise? Do you like bullets? I love bullets. I love bullets. Bullet. There was, you know, a little known fact, there was bullet flavoured big end for a while, and it was called bullet flavoured big end. Wow, wow. Yeah. That's about the only way I'll, I'll ingest chocolate. Oh, 
brought to LaBrie. I bought a Kit Kat, so we've got to finish the podcast so I can eat it now. Because <laughs> I've made you hungry. It's made me really hungry. I can't believe it. No, well, I'm just remembering that I've got Monte Carlo's when I get home. Oh, yeah. Having a cup of tea and some Monte Carlo's. My, li- my lips are sting of salt from those fries. Oh, my fries. <laughs> I love everything, man. Oh. Well, thanks, Kitty. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> and, um, hey, thanks, for, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for the driving, Dave. Do no we have problem. to give you petrol money? Yeah, it's $50 each. Okay. Just deposit my bank account by Monday, man. I don't to give you petrol money. That's all cool. I'll switch my machine off. Really nice. Alright, bye.